Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Jillian Murphy. She's a speaker, author, Bible teacher, and Lifeway Girls blogger. Jillian, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Christopher. So let's just dive right in. You are a speaker and author. What did you write about? So I have actually written three books and co-authored one. My first book I wrote and published when I was 18. It's called The Four Seasons of Hope. And it's just about the seasons of life we walk through, like with Christ. Then the next one was This Is Why God's Plan Uncovered. It's asking God, like, why do bad things happen? Um, the last one was Powerfully Weak, and it's talking about how God is strong in our weakness. And my co-author book was A Bigger Purpose. I co-authored it with three other gentlemen and Mike Rodriguez, and it was all about stories that inspire. I wrote about the power of prayer. So Amazing. I love speaking on God's word and life experiences. So Jillian, I'm curious. A lot of people I meet want to be authors, want to write books, but they're afraid. Literally, they could be 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 or 80 years old. And here you are as a young woman, you've already written three books. So tell us and our audience, what compelled you, what gave you the chutzpah to do that? Because I want you, I want them to be inspired by your, your example. Yes. So actually, I didn't set out to write a book when I was writing it. I was serving at a women's shelter and they were just a refuge center for women that were being taken off the streets from human trafficking and prostitution and sex work. And so we were helping them and they just kept saying like they wish they knew other people's experiences. They wish they knew like the process. So that's really where the heart of the Four Scenes of Hope was to like show them like there's not, nowhere you would have been or nowhere that you are that God can't bring you out of and heal you through and all of that. So I interviewed some women, put together a book for them. And then my teacher at my high school was like, you know, you could try to like publish this. And I was like, nah, that would never happen. So it's all because of Coach Goff and the Lord making a way, but definitely wrote a lot of book proposals and sent them to multiple publishing companies, multiple agents. And God just opened the door and I feel like if you just go after what you want that's what when opportunities start to go I feel like a lot of people want to and they're scared to take that next step because they're afraid of failing but I failed a lot I got a lot of no's and no answers back and it was a long process but I only needed one yes so yeah and, and for those listening, by the way, you can go through the traditional ways of getting an agent and a publisher, but frankly, I self-published five books. So it's important that there is a way and you have to just, as you said, Jillian, go for it because unfortunately so many people have stories, but they're afraid to share them. And I just, again, applaud you and commend you for doing that at such a young age, because if you've written three now, you can write 30 in the next few years, if you choose to, obviously, right? <laughs> it's obviously your, your choice, but it inspires me to know that every generation needs leaders like you. So I appreciate you holding that torch up with God in your heart to, to, to show his, his word. So you also spoke in Kenya last year. Talk about that. And how'd you get that gig? Yes. So that is just the power of networking. And again, the Lord, 
uh, the pastor actually reached out to me through LinkedIn. And at first I was like, this cannot be real. <laughs> this isn't real. Cause like if someone connects with me that is in the faith speaking, anything like that, I'm like, okay, I want to connect with you, learn more about what you do. And so when he connected with me, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's from Kenya. Like, that's awesome. And then he reached out to me and he was like, we're having a women's conference. I'd like you to come and be the keynote speaker. At this point, I had never been a keynote speaker ever. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, so the first time I'm going to do this is going to be like in Kenya. Um, I, I was a breakout speaker or like a guest speaker to the keynote speaker, never the keynote. I was like, uh, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is real. So talk to my mom, talk to just like a team of people that are like my support system. And they're like, this has to be real. Let's contact him. Let's go through like some people and see how this is going to work out. And it was real. <laughs> and we went, we flew into Nairobi. It was my mom, my grandma and I who went and wow. we flew Nairobi, then Eldoret. They picked us up from the airport. We met the most amazing church. It's Trinity Church in Eldoret, Kenya. And they were absolutely amazing. It was a women's conference in the spring. I went this, my spring break of my junior year in nursing school. So I'd hopped on a plane for spring break and got to serve them. It was awesome. The people in Kenya and of Eldoret were absolutely amazing. It's not like conferences here where you like sign up and all this stuff. Like the conference just slowly grew every day. It was a three-day conference and they had me speak three times every day. And they were like, okay, we need you to speak like 30 to 45 minutes. I was like, okay, I've done like 20 to 30. So it was interesting, just that whole dynamic. It was so much fun. It started to grow every time. We got to meet so many beautiful people. Uh, it was my first time being translated while speaking. So that was awesome too. So it was just such a great blessing. I absolutely love it and want to go back. And how many people were there in attendance? The first day, 50. By the end of the week, it was 150. Wow. Again, Jillian, you're a perfect example of how all of us should lead our lives, meaning we don't know the outcome, but if you take that initiative, and in case in your case, again, when people reach out to you, you got to be careful, obviously, for obvious reasons, but you had your team. So your example is a great one because so many of the people on the podcast, people I meet, they're like, Christopher, how do I write a book? How do I be a speaker? And I'm going to just do it. And, and it sounds so simple, but it is. And it's, it's, it's just the fears that we have, but I, I commend you for, for doing this because literally, if you can do this now with just a few years of experience, imagine what you can do in 10 years or 20 years or a whole lifetime. So super excited to see where your life goes, Jillian, and the amounts of people you're going to be able to inspire. And what would you feel that you want your audience, let's say I was sitting in the audience of Kenya last year, what would you want me to feel after hearing you speak? I would want you to feel that God loves you and that he cares about you. I feel like a lot of people just in general don't know that like right where they are, they're loved and right where they are, they're cared about. I feel like there's like a lot of loneliness happening and a lot of just like just deep sadness and even with COVID, I feel like it's showing because like we can't connect with each other and like see each other like when we're in quarantine and all those things. And I just feel like so many people don't realize they're so loved, they're so cared about like, and I feel like there's all these stipulations of if you look like this, or if you're this person, or if you're of this status, and 
I'm just very about bringing people together and showing people love and just being that tangible, like joyful impact on people's lives. Like that's always my intent and my goal is to show God's love, show God's joy, show God's peace. And I might not be able to solve all the problems that they had in Eldoret, Kenya and be able to provide all this stuff, but I can show them God's love. I can show them just eternal happiness in Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that's great. And specifically for your generation, because a lot of younger people, they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, they're on all these different medias that everyone looks like they have the perfect life. So exactly. Specific thing you might want to share with them too, because again, every generation has its issues and problems, but with this current generation, which is your generation, I'm confounded because I'm in my forties. And so we didn't have Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. So it's just even more compounded relative to what's being judged and what's not judged. So I'm curious, any specific things for social media or, 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 or um, your generation relative to, to advice on, on being loved as what you would call it? Yes. I, I just feel like social media is so hard. Like I'm 22 and I still struggle with social media, TikTok, the appearance of everything being perfect because nobody's going to post their failures on social media. Nobody's going to post their heartbreaks and stuff like that on social media. And it was once told to me that we're the generation that gets to see how liked or loved we are in numbers. Like back, my mom was like, back in the day, like I knew I had friends, but I didn't know how many friends. Like I knew like people liked me, but there wasn't like a count and everything oh, has a wow. count now. Like yeah, you see yeah, like yeah. the amount of followers, you see the amount of friends, you see the number of likes on a picture. And I would just really urge people to not like find their worth there and not find like find real friends and find people that are there like for you, like virtual connections and networking is amazing, but finding your worth in a follower count or friends or the number of likes on a picture is just not sustainable. And just different seasons will get you different amount of followers, different amount of likes, and it's just not sustainable. So really having a solid foundation of your identity and knowing like your worth isn't found in those things because they're so fleeting and nobody's going to post what their struggles are. Yeah, that's so profound, Julian. Thank you so much for sharing that perspective. How can our guests read your books and connect with you? Yes, so I have a website, www.jillianmurphy.org. My books are on Barnes & Noble, Amazon. Um, I am not speaking currently, but when I do, the the website will be updated after COVID. So, yes. Cool. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.